Yeah, I don't. Speaking of which, I don't have an outline for today. That's uh, not really. Okay. I oh, just you thought just we, wrote the story down. Yeah, I was just thinking that maybe we we could just play like the Bud Dwyer tape on loop for like an hour, <laughs> hour and a half. Have you seen the Bud Dwyer uh, Bud Dwyer tape? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Uh, it's a politician that shot himself in the head on live television. Yeah. Oh no! It's, it's pretty. pretty brutal. What year was this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 80s? 80s, 70s. Yeah. yeah. That was the time to do it, really. Yeah, it's the best yeah. time. Television was fresh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really like tune into it. Like, yeah. Hmm. That, that's that, that's must watch. Huh. Can't miss. Can't that's like, miss. That's like Can't the, miss TV. It's like season two of Lost. Yeah. You're not going to you don't miss out on that guy shooting himself in the head. You're Welcome just, back to Little Sassy, Little Disturbed, <laughs> everybody. I'm Ian. Next to me is Derek. Yeah. Second episode of Black History Month. Happy Black History Month, everybody. Uh, with us today, we've got a uh, famous Portland comedian, Imani. Second yeah. funniest person in Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. In Portland. In Portland. Well, in, what is Oregon, Oregon other than just Portland? Where else you know, is there wow. to be funny is there, You think there's funny people in Salem? Uh, Eugene? I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, my name's Derek. So, And who are you? And, uh, <laughs> and also uh, on the show is uh, Marcus. Marcus, how you doing? I'm good. Nice. Yeah. He does improv. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously not very good at it. So. No, never. <laughs> yes, and. Yes, 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 and. <laughs> You're going to sit there and tell me that if someone was like, tonight on NBC, it's so good. Andrew Tate is going to shoot himself in the head on live television. You're not, that's not must watch? Eh. Really? I'd, I'd catch it on Twitter the next morning. Yeah, I, think, I know. Yeah, probably. I Can I TiVo it? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Must watch. Yeah. Okay. I'd watch anybody kill themselves. I'm glad. I actually, I'm glad you say that because. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good timing. Yeah. yeah. Pulls gun out. Well, yep. Uh... I was the one who found it. Remember when I said earlier we hit a gun somewhere and whoever find it finds it first has to shoot me. Well, surprise. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Happy Black History Month. Reparations is Ian shooting himself in the face. Yeah. It's very good. We want something that matters. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Just kidding. Not Ian. Yeah. No. Nope. His family, like he said, they didn't even get here till afterward. He keeps repeating over and over again and looking in the camera when he does. So. What? It, uh, what What year did they get here? I mean, like... <laughs> like yeah. 60, uh, 1868. My grandpa's side of the family uh, was the 1880s, and my grandma was the first one from her family to come over here <laughs> in the Ian, 60s. Ian's like... Yeah, my family wasn't even here. When my grand great-grandfather, Jim Crow, got here to America, <laughs> slavery was over. It was, it's fine. Here's the thing. We got here, and, they, and then we were like, that's probably the worst thing white people can do. Glad we left Germany. <laughs> Can't get worse than this. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, enough about white people. Yeah. Let's I mean, talk about what? It's Black History Month. It's never... It's, that's what... Black History Month's all about is white Just to people. make us feel better. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I'm with well, that. Well, that's one way to look at it. But the way we're going to look at it with just these two white people is a chance to share little pieces of black folklore that we were never exposed to. Yeah. I think it's cool. It's interesting. I think it's important for everybody to know folklore from other cultures, uh, especially if your country enslaved them for like a long time. Yeah. I also don't know any of this stuff. (laughs) You know, that's why it's so funny that you asked me. I was like, yeah. Am I supposed to know? No, I was just curious about the the one with with the religion or like the belief practice we're going to cover hoodoo. The thing is that there's, you know, this crazy idea that there's uh slaves from different countries in Africa or different tribes, you know? It's crazy. And then they were like in different parts of America, so they have different folklore and different stories. Who would have thought? I no. just thought that all black people knew all of the same stories. Is yeah, this no, real? I, I no, I, I would never think that. No, I had to Google Negro stories because yeah. that's the only text I got. I was like, "What's my Negro stories?" And I was like, "You like Google Negro you're like, stories?" What is Parlor dot com? Oh. Every story I tell is a Negro story. <laughs> that's that's beautiful. That's why you're here. Wow, <laughs> and funny. Second funniest comedian in Portland. Who's the is first? It, is it just comedian? We already went over that. You missed it. Yeah, you missed she already told it. And we're not going to make yeah. her do it again. Yeah. He's an Asian American man. Uh-oh. Is it just? A comedian, or is it just you? Just the second funniest person. Um, it says Willamette yeah, Week's say? funniest person. So not even comedian. Just what, are, what are the what's the criteria? How are they how are they judging this? It's a vote. Oh, from like all of your comedic peers. Oh, oh, nice. that's like the Pro Bowl. Yeah. So yeah. all my fellow comedians voted me, not the first, but the second funniest comedian. It's okay. You just you're number one in my heart. So yeah. You just needed one yeah. more joke I know. to put them over the edge. One more year. Mm. Honestly, if they would have pushed me till next year, I probably would have won that thing. Mm. Yeah. It's just like a montage of her telling jokes in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> be funny, be funny, be funny, be funny, be funny, be funny. That's how I started low-key. I was like talking to myself in the mirror in my bathroom, trying to say my that's, set out loud. That's what Jim Carrey did. Yeah. Well, he was doing like the faces. I don't even need, like, I was just literally just trying to say it out loud. Maybe you should do the faces. To be fair yeah. to Jim Carrey, he actually uh, was allowed to do like a 10-minute set every like Friday of his classroom because the teachers were like, hey, you have a lot of energy. Save yeah. it for that. Do you know he was like totally normal before he got a vaccine? Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think he's probably always like that. Yeah, He's quirky. Mm. Yeah. He's a quirky guy. He was in the mask. Quirky film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody uh, stop me. Somebody, somebody suck me. Some, somebody suck a suck a, He's a he's Italian. Italian yeah. Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did Edison say that that uh, Italians call black people? I'm I'm not allowed to say I it. I know, I just can't remember what it was. But it starts with an M. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. Yeah. Re write it down so I know. Uh it rhymes with wooly. And it has an M instead of a W, so it doesn't really rhyme. It's just like the same word with a different, yeah. Huh. You can say it. It's fine. Edison, Edison just said whatever he wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. He was yelling Irish slurs at me. Uh, he called Ian Fritz like three times. Hmm. Yeah. This. Uh, what were the Irish slurs? Uh, he called me Mick Jaeger. Um, Which is weird because Jaeger is German. Yeah. It was like both of us put together, I think. It was like yeah. a combined insult. Yeah. Did it hurt you? No. Yeah, Edison was um, kind of like the J.K. Rowling of uh, yeah, 
<laughs> he was an Irish exclusionary. Uh, I don't even uh, you don't even know the acronym. I'm familiar with radical. It. Yeah. Well, if you want to hear all the, the slurs from Edison, you could just go back and listen to to last week when he whipped me not quite hard enough. <laughs> um, but last week with Edison, when he wasn't uh, saying reprehensible things to us, we discussed how African American folk tales evolved from African folk tales and like the specific experiences of African American slaves, like the combination of those two, and. Uh, I do need to take like three seconds here and say that I've been very bad at pointing out my primary sources or the books that I'm reading. Um, if my professors could see me now, they'd still say, you don't go here. Get out of our classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Where are your pants? <laughs> but I, um, I'm going to do it right now. All right. So for this week, I relied on a couple of books pretty heavily. Uh, number one would be The People Could Fly. Uh, American Black Folk Tales by Virginia Hamilton. Who's laughing? Is that funny I am. You? So actually, I was like, I have that book in my house. I grew up reading that book. And you thought it was about Michael Jordan. I did. I did. I was like, damn. <laughs> but I actually have that book. And I was so funny. I was like, I wonder if like they're going to bring this book up. I was like, there's no fucking well, way. Well, it really Here is like, are. as far as Black Folk Tales, it's the most comprehensive. Yeah, yeah. And um, the other one I have, it's weird that they were, it's called uh, The People Could Fly because I'm pretty sure they were brought over on boats. Oh. Not airplanes, really? Well, if if you knew anything about the book, I'm sure Marcus would know this. In the book, there are multiple stories. A specific uh, genre of black American folk tales is flying stories. So Interesting. So you're saying the Wright brothers stole planes from black people? <laughs> Those were the wrong brothers. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Have they turned it into a movie yet? Yeah, it's yeah. called Like Mike. Have oh. you seen it? <laughs> I was going to say, White Man Can't <laughs> Jump. Is that Woody Harrelson? It is. Nice. I thought it was called In Living Color. That's Jim Carrey again. Oh. Above the Rim? That okay. is a porn, I think. No, yeah. That's, that's Tupac. Oh, Below the Rim. Oh. That's right. Yeah, sorry. Now, okay, the other book that I used a lot was the annotated African-American folk tales, which was edited by Louis... Is it Louis or Louis? Oh, my God. Henry Louis, Louis C.K. has ruined this for me. Louis Gates Jr. and Maria Tatar. I didn't use a lot of information from this book for this week's episode, but I just thought it was a pretty goddamn impressive book. I mean, look at this thing. It's fucking huge. That thing's bigger than Game of Thrones. It's bigger than Game of Thrones, and it's actually much more interesting. Um, so, you know, I thought it'd be failing our listeners to not mention it. It's actually like over 600 pages of background but they're analysis. They're big pages. They're large. It's, a big, it's like a textbook, genuinely. It's like it's three hands each page. Yeah, lots of uh, folk tales, analysis, art, and some scanned images of like the old written folk tales, stuff like that. So, if you're at home, you know, get a little stoned, pour a little drinky poo, brew up a little cup of herbal tea. I don't know, whatever you guys do. We're not Ian. We never judge people. Booch juice, as Omani so lovingly puts it. Yep. Yeah, the kombucha. The mm-hmm. snoochy boochies, as I like to call it. <laughs> a Lacroix, even if you will. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Uh, pour it. Cyanide water. I don't sit back and uh, you know bite into that molar back behind your <laughs> incisors that has the uh, cyanide. Incisors. Yeah. Incisors. Yeah. Hardly knowers. <laughs> so um, sit back and uh, dig into that book. You can find it at your library. I found it in my library. So we'll get into libraries a little bit later. I got a I got a spiel. More like our library. I don't. He owns it. <laughs> it's not really a library. He invented it. It's a book. He invented the library. Yeah. He's like, I can't believe people are paying for books. We should just share them. <laughs> Who's buying all these books? <laughs> Me, so I can share them. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I like I liked reading these because my favorite kinds of books are like anthologies of short stories. 
Uh, it's what I do in my free time when I have free time. Ever since I started this podcast, I don't have any free time. Yeah. I, I jack off and I play Age of Empires. It's And Rocket League. Rocket League. Are you good at Rocket League? Because I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm Diamond 2. He's really good. <laughs> I could train you, but I'd have to charge. So those are my favorite kind of books. Uh, and I personally think some of the greatest short stories evolve out of folk stories. Um, in fact... There's no shade, but Neil Gaiman has actually done really well with African-American folktales. Has he? Yeah. The white man from Britain has. Well, he he wrote a book about a Nazi that we covered. We covered uh, a Nazi last week. Uh, American spider. Gods. Yeah, we, we covered some Nazi stories last week. And American Gods, it, there's a spinoff. A Nazi's in American Gods, and the spinoff of American Gods is called A Nazi Boys, and it's about a Nazi and his kids. Huh. It's incredible, but then I, at the time, I didn't know that a Nazi was a, a real traditional African, well, African originally, and then African American deity. I had no idea, and so then I was reading those stories, and I was like, "You son of a bitch! You just like found like these old stories, and yeah, you, you Elvised it. You just done <laughs> Elvised it. Yeah, just stolen. Yeah, Credence Clearwater revivaled it. Stolen valor. How many black people do you have employed in your show? Uh, one, two. Are you? Am I no. an employee? Yeah. Uh, you, it's an LLC, so okay. unfortunately you're under the blanket. Uh, I'm an independent contractor. Did our lawyers contractor. not email you? No. That's weird. I'm going to tell that you, I swear. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Yeesh. Yikes. I'm 3% Jewish. It's fine. Oh. I'm 1% Senegambian. 3% North African. So probably just means I'm Portuguese. All right. <laughs> 25% white. Yeah. You? Yeah. My mom's mixed. With what? Oh, <laughs> uh, right. I don't know. <laughs> White. <laughs> okay, well, we, along with short stories and anthologies and folk stories, uh, I thought instead of instead of reading short stories, we'll just go straight to the source with the folk stories. It's sort of like sucking the milk straight out of the cow's udder, like a little gogur. I don't know why you would do that. But just <laughs> well, it's pure. Where are you getting access to cows, and who is letting you have access to when these cows? When I was cows? going through those books and those fields and those fences that I jumped to get to the cows, one of the folk heroes that stood out to me in this aspect was High John the Conqueror. Uh, according to the legend, High John the Conqueror was a prince in Africa, I think the Congo, and he was captured by Europeans and sold as a slave in North America. So within the harsh realities of American slavery, High John's spirit remained strong, and it did not break. But I originally wrote that his spirit did not crack, but I thought you guys would think I was making an Oliver North joke. Well, I don't think that's really relevant because you know what they say, black don't crack. Mm. <clears throat> who says that? People who have never met Woody Houston. Mm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I respect you and your people's culture and have nothing but the utmost respect for it. <laughs> the legend of John the Conqueror finds its roots in hoodoo, which is fun because his namesake actually comes from that, uh, sorry, from the, a root of the jollop plant, which is called the John the Conqueror root. So hoodoo, for those listeners and uh, people in this room that are not familiar, is a complex belief system developed by enslaved African Americans with influence from Central and West African religious practices mixed with Christianity uh, that slaves were often forced to accept upon arriving in America. We had this white people have this thing about like giving people the cross. You went to Catholic school, Marcus. You understand? Yeah, 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 yeah. They didn't, you know, really like welcome 
other ideas. No. Yeah. Why would they? Why would we? Okay. I know enough. All right. Yo. You know so much, Ian. I'm so smart. Yeah. What's hoodoo? Uh, you do. <laughs> Power of voodoo? Nope, it's not voodoo. Uh, so we, uh, it's a very separate belief. You're side right. It's a, it's a song from the labyrinth. All right, so we're going to get into a story of John the Conqueror a little bit later, but first I wanted to talk about hoodoo for a little bit because it's really fucking sick. Okay. We're going to get down with the sickness. Oh, <laughs> On last week's episode, Imani just came here to laugh at us. So. Yeah. We're actually the uh, two funniest people in Vancouver. We were voted by us. Yeah. There is a Vancouver comedy competition starting at Underbar. That is funny. Nobody we funny should, does comedy at Underbar, unfortunately. Not anymore. Monty does. Wow, rude. When was the last time you were at Underbar? That's a good point. Mm, a couple weeks, maybe. Okay, it's so as of this week. Other than Amani, nobody funny does comedy at Underbar. Kyle Kinane did comedy the last time I was at Underbar. Uh, I'm just, I'm just salty because Derek and I went there to eat last week. and uh, He made us move out of our chair. Yeah, he was setting up his stupid fucking speaker and he was just like you know like you like you guys like move we gotta i was like we, no, like, we had he, like just gotten our food yeah and i was just like he kept passively know, being like fucking suck my dick and balls why did they like, seat us there <laughs> yeah and they brought us our food and then he goes like he keeps going yeah the, the speaker's gonna go right behind you and i just looked at him and i was like okay yeah and then after like 10 minutes he's like you know what can you just move and i was just like this is what black people feel like. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you now know. We get it now. Exactly yeah. what the lunch counter yes. was all about. Welcome to my life. I'm an ally <laughs> now. I was, I, yeah, I agree with you. It was weird that the server, she wasn't just like, it would have been a, a non-issue had yeah. she been, when we sat down, she would have been like, oh, just so you guys know, in like 25 minutes, we're going to have comedy starting yeah. and they need that spot. Mm-hmm. And then we've been like, oh, we're going to sit somewhere else then. Well, sometimes prejudice mm-hmm. has no warning. Yeah. So. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, on last week's episode, uh, we talked to Edison a lot about the conscious effort of, excuse me, the conscious effort of slave owners to stamp out African culture. Um, Part of this was criminalizing religious traditions from Africa, so black slaves that wanted to practice such traditions had to do so by hiding it under the blanket of American Christianity. Um, I think last week, uh, you know what, I'm not going to explain this to you. If you didn't listen to last week's episode and you're just jumping to Black History Part 2, then... You're a piece of shit. Maybe you just don't respect... Black people? Well, I was going to say us. I don't feel like I should tell people whether or not they respect black yeah. people. Mm-hmm. It's not for us to say. It's not for me to say. I just, I sit my white ass down and I talk a lot on a podcast. Yeah. And I listen. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> the slave codes prohibited large gatherings, but Christian church was an exception. Just like how being homeschooled, I wasn't allowed to do anything, but I could go to church. So right. So, it's a nice little... Um, Excuse me. The Christian church was an exception, and thus traditional African religious traditions, such as, I'm going to butcher these names, uh, Odinani, the religion of the Igbo people. Ig- I just feel like I'm Igbo. Let's go with Igbo. Okay. Uh, the Yoruba. Yoruba. Yoruba, Yoruba. I need someone to email me and tell me that I did this wrong, but I'm. And the Vodum beliefs of the Fawn and Ewe people, and also of the Bantu Congo. I know how to say that because it's okay. Anthropology. So. Um, a lot of uh, they have cool stuff there. I, I covered a lot of uh, <laughs> the agriculture. Where you been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a big Bantu guy. <laughs> no, I meant <laughs> anthropology. Oh, I thought you they were. They do like, have neat stuff there. Yeah, yeah. They have. Uh, Actually, I bought some perfumes. They cost, they cost a lot of money. money. They yeah. cost. 
Interesting. They got some money there. They used to sell a ping pong table that was shaped like the state of Texas. Ah, oh, damn. That's that a fucking cool. I'll tell table. you what. But it's like so. <laughs> it's so inconvenient. How do you play ping pong in the state of Texas? You make do. <laughs> Country, Country boys, boys make, make do. do. <laughs> Country ping pong boys make do. Well, <laughs> that's a podcast for the uh, Hispanic History Month. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Texas-shaped ping pong table. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you missed the. I'm just kidding. Cookie little look into Derek's sick mind. So you didn't need a comma there. I'm a real sick okay. puppy. You take me out back and put a bullet in my head. All right. Well, here's a real brief history uh, on the background of Afro Christianity and hoodoo. <laughs> I definitely recommend checking it out in your free time because this is. I spent way too much time on this, but I didn't spend enough time. It, it's it's pretty cool. Let's see. Don't go to Wikipedia though. Get a library card. Use it to access journals from institutions of higher education. Because, little loophole, they try to hide that shit from poor people behind a paywall. But if you get a library card, you can just get access to, like, all of that stuff through your library. And you pay for that shit. Thanks, LeVar Burton. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. That's all we can use. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get copyright. <laughs> yeah. You, you can say Reading Rainbow, but no, no W. Yeah. Just the, the, the Rain, little O there. Rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> it's spelt different when, yeah. I say, when I say mm-hmm. bow. It's reading with an apostrophe instead <laughs> yeah. of G. Reading rainbow. Rainbow. Uh, but if you're lucky enough to have like older African-American people in your life, you should ask them about hoodoo because I have none. And I asked all the young people, and they said they didn't know what that was. They said, so, shut up, honky. First-hand <laughs> knowledge is always awesome when it comes to folklore and folk magic. Uh, they definitely know a lot more than you know Google and Wikipedia. And white people. Well, I mean... Uh, Every once in a while, there was a, a white person that spent way too much. Well, maybe not way too. I mean, it is interesting that they studied hoodoo, but you know. It's like, yeah, all those white African American studies professors um, at liberal arts colleges. All of my Black History Month was taught by white people through my whole life. So sick. Yeah, I think it was never taught by a black person for me. Yeah, no, never. There was some women, and also there was like an Asian woman who taught my race studies class. I had a black health teacher. I think that was the only black teacher I ever had. Ian's in there going, why do I have to learn black health? I'm white. (laughs) (laughs) Phrenology? Diabetes. So, um, (laughs) I think I see the problem with all the classes being taught by white people, but I do think it's important for white scholars to focus on non-white topics. So I think it's it's sort of like a got to find a happy medium there. Well, Marcus has a film degree, so kind of the opposite situation well, there. You should probably make it digital. Can't really do much with that. <laughs> it's film. So. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I bet you feel so stupid. How do you feel right about now, Roman Polanski? I agree. He's a little childish. I know. So. <laughs> Roman what? Polanski, Marcus. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I, Rosemary's Baby. Um, come on. I've never seen it. You didn't see it? No. Oh. Well. What's yeah. up with that baby? Yeah, what's up with the baby? I saw uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That kind of It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, it covers it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Hollywood's trying to bring him back, so who knows? Did he get canceled? Oh, I mean, no. Legally. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a rapist. Oh. So, oh. so it's kind of a bummer. <laughs> There's certain things you can't come back from. Yeah. No, I mean, you're talking about Bill Cosby. Yeah. yeah. Come back. He's coming back. He's too. a comedian. And like no, but like Roman Polanski, like <laughs> the film industry, they were like, you gotta go away, but we still kind of like you. You know? So, uh, 
Thank you, my white handlers. <laughs> Chelsea handler? I think, number one, nothing's funnier than <laughs> So. So what? <laughs> Bill Cosby's like the Bukowski of comedians. It's very Kafka-esque. You just have to look past the little sins or blemishes and just look at the artist. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I love R. Kelly so much. Yeah. (laughs) I know that people get pissed about him, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. It is crazy to think about how they'll literally never air the Cosby show on TV again. Yeah. I think if... He still is one of the richest comedians in the world. Oh, yeah. He he has like he bought like actual like art like he's like Picasso's and shit like that where it's like you have money money. He probably had so many cigarettes and not rape in jail. Can't even imagine. Mm. That's how you get out of it. Now the question is, did he have pudding pops in jail? Jello pudding pop. My my best friend's dad bought a Picasso. I don't really think it's that big of a deal. I mean, it's a sketch. Fair enough. <laughs> I hate you. In my mind, if you have a Picasso, it's like, oh fuck. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, like oh. No, I'm sick. I'm a, I'm a poor person. Whatever. Yeah, I just yeah. I have no idea what any of that's worth. Yeah, Derek's so rich. He's like Picasso. That's not a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't everyone have a Picasso? I don't have a Picasso. He has three. Yes, three. <laughs> the most valuable he thing writes... I have is a Kobe Bryant card, and it's only worth something because he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> Kobe Bryant canceled. All right, so yeah, by the ground. Uh, who, 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 <laughs> it's too soon. Um, he got us an Olympic gold medal on the redeem team. So yeah, he's the only reason I didn't kill myself in middle school. I will say his career did kind of crash and burn. That's just. I know you're chopping it up. <laughs> I don't really appreciate it. I really don't like that you're helicopter comedian, me. I just like that you guys haven't made a joke about his rape allegations yet, and that's nice. I take rape very seriously, yeah. Mark. It's not a joke to me. I know. I don't know enough about that story to comment I know on everything it. about it, because I was a Kobe Bryant fan as a kid, so I needed to know. Mm. He cheated on his wife like 162 times, which is fine. <laughs> they had an arrangement. It was an unspoken, like she, like completely unspoken arrangement. I think it was spoken. You ever heard of Don't Ask, Don't Tell? Well, she didn't know that she was supposed to ask, so that's why he didn't tell her. (laughs) When you said, in sickness and in health, what you meant was, I could rail a 19-year-old cocktail waitress (laughs) in a Hilton in Indianapolis in 2002. Consensually. Hoodoo, Conjure, and Root Work are all titles for this African-American folk magic or black magic. I wish I came up with that, but that's what they called it. Black magic? Black, black magic, yeah. So, using rituals, spells, and homemade recipes passed down through generations, hoodoo can be used to engender love, success, safety, prosperity, and spiritual fulfillment. So, I, I have a pretty interesting quote here from the Journal of Pharmacy in History, um, and I made sure I, I keyword searched phrenology, and that wasn't on there. So okay. I went with it. Um, it's written by Carolyn Morrow. Morrow? Morrow, Morrow, Morrow Long, and it uh, goes. Actually, you know what, Ian? Why don't you read it? I'm talking okay. a lot. Yeah, why don't you read this quote for us? 
Wakanda for Did a black person read, write this? Uh, Carolyn, I Googled her. You know, I actually Googled every person that I quoted here to see, and uh, I had mixed results from her. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I think it was a white woman. Okay. This is the quote from Carolyn Marlowe. Why are you asking? Were you going to do a black voice? No. I was going to say maybe one of our guests should read it. Oh. Yeah, you're right. If it's a white woman, they shouldn't read it. Well, uh, Why don't we have Amani read it? Yeah. Amani, you want to read that? It's quite long. I've never heard that before. Well, if you think that's long, wait till you get to the <laughs> wait till you get to the thing at the end. <laughs> this is who you're gonna be right now. Channel her. What? I'm calling the police. <laughs> <laughs> you can't park your SUV. What here. is a block party? Mm. What is a black party? <laughs> no, she looks like someone who's just like I just love black people. Kanye West was right. Can I touch your hair? Oh. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> you want to read the quote? <laughs> sure, why not? Okay. So Carolyn Morrow Long. In every culture, one finds the idea that certain plants are endowed with magical properties. The African-American belief system calls hoodoo conjure or root work i see uh, this is why i'm so i'm so dyslexic I'm you're doing in. great i gotta zoom in oh no you're yeah you're reading an outline on your phone i don't think that's exactly a recipe for success yes the african-american belief system called hoodoo conjure or root work or recognized recognizes the magical use of numbers of common culinary and med- medicinal herbs Nutmeg, garlic, chili peppers, mustard seed, basil, parsley, valerian, valerian, I think, valerian, and asafoetida. Sure, asafoetida. Asafoetida. Asa Ventura, I think. Yeah. Asa Asa Ventura. Asa Ventura. And Tita, to cite a few as well as other. Less easily recognized roots and herbs with intriguing applic It's appellations, but appellations. she means names. All right. She's just Yeah. She's better than you. The devil's shoestring, five finger grass, paradise seed, Adam and Eve root, rattlestake masters, war- wonder of the world root, dragon's blood, the high John conqueror. These are are names with which to conjure. This all sounds like weed. I think that might be racist, Eric. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. They didn't name all of these. Judges? No, 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 no. Five-finger grass? That's when I steal weed from my cousin. All right? I got a five-finger discount on that grass. Dragon's blood? Okay, I'll give you dragon's blood. Wonder of the world root? Is that mushrooms? Yeah. Okay, well, neither of them are a root. You know, devil's shoestring, that could be mushrooms as well. Yeah. That's um, what they call really spicy french fries. Oh, that sounds good. Coming come uh, next month at Burgerville, devil's shoestring potatoes. You know, I said Burgerville last week, and I, I, they don't have those everywhere. Say Hardee's. They don't have Hardee's. They don't, what's either. a Hardee's? Shut it's Carl's Jr. Up. Shut the, <laughs> the fuck up. You shut the fuck up, Marcus. <laughs> no goddamn anything. I swear. Um, they're, they're called Carl's Juniors other places, so that's just for the Carl's people who are listening. Is there a Carl's Senior? <laughs> well, 
actually, funny funny story. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I found examples of hoodoo rituals used by slaves to protect themselves from their oppressors, as in the case of Dinky, the Gopher King. I'm, I don't mean to laugh at that. I'm just... I'm going to be honest with you. I read this story as a first-hand account of Dinky the Gopher King, and I'm pretty sure the other slaves called him that, and they laughed at him. That's <laughs> what I gathered from this. Okay. So I don't think that he willingly went by... It's a Goofer King. Sorry, not Gopher. I don't think he willingly went by Dinky. So, uh, anyway. Dinky nuts. So he was did, the... <laughs> did any black person go by the name that people called them back in the days? I think they called each other by their names. Oh, good. Yeah. That yeah, makes sense. I mean, right. Yeah. 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 I was worried about a root scenario where it's like... Toby. Yeah. With an I. Yeah. Well, which <laughs> which root are we talking about? Like roots. Rattlesnake Master, Adam and Eve. No, like the... The, the book. The book. Slash the film. Mini starring, TV series. Starring LeVar Burton, exactly. actually. Hmm. Wow. Butterfly in the sky. I haven't read it. I got whipped by a guy. <laughs> Is that how it goes? <laughs> I highly doubt it. I don't think. No, 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 no. Oh, boy, we are. Well, welcome to the last episode of Little Sassy, Little Disturbed. That's it for us. We're we're going on tour with Bill Cosby next week. Uh, It's going to be great. Louis C.K. is going to jack off all over us. And uh, Azar, Azar, Aziz, and Azanari, Aziz and Zari is going to uh, take. Aziz and Anzi. Great. Well, goofering. Let's get back to Dinky the Goofer King. Um, Ian, you're kind of a goofer king. Always yeah. having a little laugh. Love goofs. Come on, he's like the goofer queen. Sure. Always making jokes. <laughs> the second second goofer queen of uh, Portland. So, goofering refers to the use of goofer dust. <laughs> That's just cocaine. Nope. Which is a powder utilized in hoodoo for protection and sometimes to, quote, fix a person. How is that not cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what it is. The next sentence. It's created by combining various herbal and other ingredients. So I'm not really helping my case here. <laughs> so it's kratom. <laughs> it's, it's ketamine. And they grind them all into a powder. It uh, doesn't say what color the powder is. They boil it with a light base. It depends on what <laughs> color glasses you're wearing. And then uh, Raekwon from Wu-Tang. Uh, <laughs> so um, this practice of goofering dust, of goofer dust, comes from the uh, Bakongo people of Central Africa. And apparently the word goofer is derived from the Congo word kufwa, which means to die. So that's good fucking coke. <laughs> It'll kill you. It's to die for. Mm. So... Dinky actually used <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Dinky used a combination of goofer dust and conjure, which is another name for hoodoo. As you remember, obviously you were all paying attention. In a ritual to protect himself from an overseer that had made it clear he planned to whip Dinky after Dinky refused to work in the field. He said he's not going to do it. He said no. No thank you. I want to. So Dinky wrapped a snakeskin around his neck, and in his pockets he placed a petrified frog and a dried lizard. Dinky's final step was to contact a spirit and request that it assail his overseer, whose name was Grove Cook. What do you think on a scale of 1 to 10, the odds are someone named Grove Cook calling you the N-word? Marcus? I'm gonna say pretty low. Like Grove's pretty like a like a black name, like Grover the Muppet. Like he's black mm-hmm. in my mind. <laughs> okay, so pretty low, Amani. 
One to ten? Mm. Four? Mm. Okay. It's pretty low. Like he says it when no one's around. Four's like where I'd put Ian. Yeah. Like he um, just drives out to the middle of Vancouver and yells where it. there's no, <laughs> <laughs> no black people around. <laughs> well, he, this one happened to be an overseer, so I'm, the odds are probably. Oh, probably high. Yeah. 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 I guess. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sat on Maybe I looked at Grover the wrong way this whole time. Yeah. It's the wrong Grover. Yeah. Shit. Wow. Yeah. They fix your plumbing needs, but they'll also call you a slur. Yeah. I could see even the like Sesame Street Grover saying a slur. But he's. Pretty black in my mind. No, no he just says he's neighbor. A little, he's a little goofy. Yeah. Mm. He might say some stuff. Get a couple drinks in him. Is he yeah. a goofer? <laughs> Get him a pudding pop. <laughs> you don't know. A couple of Cokes. Bill Cosby also was a representative for Coca-Cola, just so you all know. Really? Yes, he was. Hmm. Bill Cosby was everywhere. At one point, Bill Cosby was yeah. America's dad. He was America's dad, yeah. yeah. And America's ghost dad. Yeah, he was. America's yeah. ghost dad, yeah, yeah. What? There's a lot of waiting, Cosby waiting facts. Waiting for the clicks. Yeah. I know a lot about Bill Cosby, goddammit. Yeah. I had a sweater collection, and then he did all the things he did, and he really fucked me on that sweater collection. Yeah. Were they really soft and made you kind of sleepy? Yeah. <laughs> Fuzzy little sweater. Yeah, yeah. So Dinky's protections were in place, and he had already summoned an antagonistic spirit. The scheduled time for Dinky's whipping came and went, and Dinky remained unharmed. Actually, Ian schedules a time to whip his dinky every day as well. <laughs> 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 Let's go. This comedy shit's it's, easy. It's on schedules. I'm, we're on retainer. In fact, following uh, these events, Dinky rarely ever worked in the field again, and many white people in the area feared and respected Dinky, including his own master. All of this information uh, comes from a man named William Wells Brown, a former slave who escaped and during his freedom documented hoodoo practice excuse me hoodoo practices in two books so this is all first hand information um, brown even met with dinky the goofer king so you guys like that story is that a good one how do you feel about dinky marcus uh, i don't know that i would call that a story it's a true story it's like a loose telling of events no it's a true story no i know but the way you posed it wasn't really a story i just gave you the facts all right I'm like Fox News. <laughs> People come for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I enjoy this story uh, for a couple reasons. Number one, no matter what you believe, the hoodoo worked. Because when you cast a spell or pray to a god for something to happen, it doesn't really matter how it happens as long as it happens, right? So whatever benign, you know, whether a benign entity stepped in to protect Dinky or his actions and confidence by themselves were enough to frighten and deter away his oppressors, it worked. You didn't have to work anymore, and you didn't get whipped. So, as far as I'm concerned. Win-win. Hoodoo's real. I met Hoodoo. She's black. Jesus Christ. I am Hoodoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, thank you for st- sticking with us for the last episode of Little Sassy Little Disturbed. <laughs> Uh, I also think that it tells another story about oppressed people being protected by what they believe in. It's it's sort of a tale of hope. So a lot of the folk stories that you'll see, um, we covered last week the seven categories of African-American folk tales. And one of the categories is, is slaves and their relationships with their masters. And so uh, a tale of hope that, it, you know, when you're in such a, a horrible position, um, I think that sometimes can really help you out. At least mentally. Yeah. 
Like Star Wars. All you need is hope. Jesus. It's too bad the slaves didn't have Star Wars, Ian. I guess. Yeah. It was in their hearts. Yeah, the one black guy is a traitor. Mace mm. Windu wasn't a traitor? Yeah. And they wouldn't have had those. They would have had... The, he, he said a new hope. Oh, okay. So we're done with the first three. My bad. So well, actually, guy. he. Uh, it's it's more complicated than that, mm. but I don't really need to get into Star Wars right now. Mm. I think Jar Jar Binks is black, so... No, you know what? No, we're not moving on. Uh, you want to expand on that? Yeah, let's elaborate on that, please. I mean, clearly, he is a black character in Star Wars. It's He's like, hung. I know, but like, if you look at the representation of like Star Wars and all those things, like, again, it, the actor is black as well, but like, it's very much clear, like, divine, like, they represent black people in Star <clears> Wars. The first thing, they live underwater. Go on. Black people. Yes, tell me about. Far us. as I know, tell me more about. As far black as I know, water. don't want to live underwater. I mean, do you think if black people couldn't breathe underwater, they wouldn't have moved to the water? Like, if white people couldn't breathe underwater, black people would be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna move underwater." What do you mean, if? You said if white people couldn't breathe underwater. I'm oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, In this situation, like if black people could and white people couldn't. Oh, you think they'd be away from us? Like Atlantis. But the, the Jar Jar Binks' people... Can breathe underwater. They cannot. They have a... a, a, a well, they can hold their breath thing a around Okay, them. either way, you if know? black people could have built an underwater sanctuary away from white people, I'm positive they would have taken it at any point in history. Number two? They did build an underwater sanctuary. Jar Jar can't talk. It's called dunk. New Orleans. Oh. Jar Jar can't talk? Uh-huh. That's... Should not have talked over that. That's pretty funny. But they didn't build it. They, as slaves, they had to. It was the French and... The, so, kind of sad when you think about it. Yeah, <laughs> not really a sanctuary. Just it also un- wasn't underwater until two thousand. It's just another place six. they were oppressed. Katrina. Yeah. Or eight. yeah. Two thousand eight was Katrina. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Just, I, just, just I know Google. because my birthday is the same day as Katrina. Wow! Coincidence? Oh Did you do it? Yeah, it was all me. I also burned my house down the same day. Fire and water. Ebb and flow. You're like an airbender. What else yeah. you got? You, got you, you hit your vape that day, too? No. I don't think like... they were invented yet. <laughs> hmm. The elites had them, but they were just adrenochrome. <laughs> they were hitting on the... Yeah, I always remember uh, Katrina, by the. it's the time that Chris Kyle, uh, the American hero, American sniper, my favorite serial killer, protected all of those expensive businesses from, from looters. By, uh, he went atop the uh, Mercedes-Benz Dome, where Drew Brees plays... <laughs> um, he doesn't play there anymore, actually. He forever in our hearts. <laughs> well, they replaced him with a black guy, and also two white guys. Okay, Winston yeah. and and then uh, the white was it Hill? You have Hill, and then they have a uh, was it Palmer? Carson Palmer? No, Carson, Carson Palmer's Palmer. not a no, no. It's uh, Andy Dalton. All right, let's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank God. Yeah. So they replaced him with half of a white guy. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. We're almost, we're halfway done. We're good. All right. Give me a second to get my break. Do you need more George R. Banks black commentary? Because we can go on. If you can say the N-word in a George R. Banks voice. <laughs> that's a challenge right there. That's very challenging. Or at least, at least say Bickenback Ben Bull. That's, say it again. Bickenback Ben Bull. You know what that is? No. 
It's a YG song. It's a YG song. Because yeah. oh. he doesn't say the C's. Marcus only likes uh, Billy Talent. That's the only music he listens yes. to. Marcus is like, Marcus is like that Marvin Gaye. <laughs> if it wasn't on a Tony Hawk soundtrack, Marcus yeah, doesn't yeah. listen to yeah. it. So Lupe Fiasco? I, oh, yeah. Black Eyed Peas is too black for me. I listen to only Fergie songs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Black Eyed Peas, or as I like to call them, Cop Wives. So, ah. yeah, they hit their wives yeah. a lot. What does the peas have to do with it? Uh, if the wife doesn't say a peas and thank you, <laughs> the cop hits them. Anyway, so hoodoo, Derek. Hoodoo did not die out after the Emancipation Proclamation, but was instead passed down from generation to generation. Aside from the cultural implications, this is important because within hoodoo there is a considerable amount of botanical knowledge, some of which even came from the indigenous peoples of the American South. If you fast forward to the 20th century, the use of hoodoo in the Jim Crow era is well documented. Many African Americans during this period turned to hoodoo with the hope that it would help them obtain employment, protect them from the police and other racial terrors. Uh, and if you're sitting at home listening to this and you don't know what Jim Crow is, it's not a bird that's obsessed with fitness, and you should Google it. Uh, usually, Ian and I say do your own research as a, as like a joke or a bit, but you really should uh, do a little research. Just don't go too deep on the Google search. You can kind of just click the top three. You don't want to go to like page seven of Jim Crow. Um, It'll be really weird fan art. Or like Stormfront or something. Yeah. You'll find... Uh, Go to www.infowars.com and search If you want to learn, learn more about Jim Crow, go to, uh, yeah, type in Odin's strength. And, uh, Jim, Jim Crow is actually Odin's uh, favorite raven. So uh, if you're into Viking shit. Yeah, don't do any of that. Click one of the top three things. Uh, I think one of the, one of the good ones uh, that I found was from like Ferris State University. So that's a, it's a good start. You just start Ferris there. State in Michigan? No idea. I'm. I feel really unprepared now. That's you, it. You That's kind of put it. me on the spot. I just wanted to know. Hey, you know. Uh, no, it's like important. Uh, Ed, Edison kept saying, in "Big Duke. Rapids, Michigan." There you go. Yeah. Represent. Yeah, yeah. West Side. Is that? Is that what they say? Is that? Uh, don't look at me. <laughs> don't, don't, don't look at Tony Hawk guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want to talk about Suicide Machines, New Girl, hit me up. All right. All right. So. Like the show, New Girl? No, the, the band, The Suicide Machines, also from Michigan. God damn it. You might also want to look into the connection between American Christianity and Jim Crow because basically all of the things that pastors said and did to demonize like Harry Potter and Pokemon in the 90s, they did that but about black people. And J.K. Rowling did that about black people in Harry Potter. Yeah, she did that thing where she named like her Irish character like Drunky McPotato Face. Yeah. Yeah. The, the only Asian character is Scottish, and her name's like Bing Bong. <laughs> I don't think it's... It's, it's, like, cho, like, it's, like, it's Cho Chang. It's a crazy like. frog song. Bing, bing, like that. Is that not... Cho Chang, yeah, Chow Mein. Yeah. That's what I said. So... <laughs> fuck! <laughs> I hate that rowling bitch. <laughs> So originally I had I had planned, you know, or intended to do this entire episode to revolve around the folk hero High John the Conqueror, but I kept getting sidetracked with how interesting Hoodoo was and its relation, you know, to this particular part of African American experience of the African American experience. Uh speaking of getting sidetracked though, I did randomly find this forensic science article called Cemetery Hoodoo: Culture, Ritual, Crime and Forensic Archaeology. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about at all. Uh but I got distracted by it, so now you have to 
as well, and I'll, I'll put the link down in the uh, in the article. I'll put the link to the article in the description of this episode. It's it's like a like a forensic science article about they're finding like evidence of rituals in like 2014 in like Louisiana. Yeah, it's a special sect of forensic science. They call it phrenology. Okay, that's not it's not true. <laughs> it's not science. <laughs> Okay, so let's finally get into <laughs> Hi John the Conquer. Hi John. <laughs> so, as we talked about earlier, Hi John was a prince from the Congo who was captured by Europeans and sold as a slave in North America. The name John is really an every man name, uh, like Ivan to Russians or Hans to Germans or, you know, Joe Sixpack to white people, or Jean to les French. A common name. It's easy. It's easily relatable. Yeah, you know. Uh, the folk tales of John the Conqueror often model survival skills as he utilizes his cleverness and his wit to escape problematic situations. For example, High John could shapeshift his face. In some tales, he uses this skill to haunt slave owners with slaves that they had harmed or even killed. Like he would change his face to that of the slave. Um, the tale that we're going to get into today is a little different, though. It's a tale of love. Of daring and of the devil. The bad man himself. So this rendition of John and the Devil's Daughter is mostly taken from that book I talked about earlier that Marcus is familiar with. The people could fly. There once was a man named John and he could conquer. He set out hunting for labor. But he was hunting the devil. He expects to work for him. There is no wagon or road to the devil. John could only fly. And so he had to find the witch lady. And he did. The witch lady had a giant bird. Some sort of eagle. So John the Conqueror asked the witch lady. What's it cost to ride the eagle? It'll cost you some meat. How much meat? quarters of beef maybe three quarters of beef that's a lot of beef (laughs) 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 when my giant eagle starts screeching you better give him a quarter of beef so John climbed abroad aboard climbed abroad (laughs) yeah nice little broad (laughs) so john climbed aboard the giant eagle and gave it a quarter of beef the eagle flapped its massive wings and soared off john found the largest feather he could reach and held tight the giant eagle as big as a pine tree flew for miles and miles after about a thousand miles The eagle started screeching. John opened a sack of beef and tossed a quarter to the eagle, who caught it easily in its beak. Another thousand miles went by, and the eagle again let out a mighty screech. And again, John tossed it a quarter of beef from his beef sack. Does every guy have a beef sack? Yeah, we all have one. I'm carrying mine right now. Yeah. You never know in the streets. It's in the car. You get beef sack cancer pretty easily mm. in our, yeah. at our age. Mm. It's, you should be checking for lumps. Nice. Every day. 
<laughs> I check Marcus's lumps twice a day. Yeah, I appreciate it. Wait, what? Hmm. You let him do it? I mean, I've never gotten. I'm to a do doctor. It. Yeah, I just play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> the eagle, now full, continued to fly another two thousand miles or so before swooping down low to the ground. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Down to low land. to the ground. Yeah. John the Conqueror like let g- <laughs> He landed. Well, it doesn't say that he landed. Kobe or the eagle? The eagle. Oh, Kobe didn't land. <laughs> okay. He not did. intentionally. I mean, he landed. Just not the way he wanted to. At a, at a high speed. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yes. John, just like Kobe, let... <laughs> okay. I just don't. It's just. It's too soon. It's been two years. Yeah. You know? so, oh, <laughs> no, okay, three. It's been three. Yeah. How dare Kobe you? Kobe landing too quickly brought upon COVID. I actually feel really bad because his daughter died in that. That's very sad. Yeah, he yeah. had to hold her yeah. as she died, and you guys. They were weren't the only jokes. two people on that. I don't give a fuck about oh, the other did people. The other, does the other guy have four rings? Yeah. <laughs> does, the man, does that man? Do they, do they the dunk other guy balls? has four kids. Um, do they have Olympic okay. gold medals? Do they get sponsored by not only Adidas, but Nike? Uh, do they have a Sprite commercial? Did, did anybody else on that helicopter jump over a Lamborghini and a pool full of snakes? I don't think, I don't think being sponsored by Adidas and Nikes is actually anything to really like Adidas and Nikes. success because, uh, <laughs> Kanye was endorsed by both Nike and Adidas and, uh, we all know what kind of person he is. So true. He's the greatest. But did Kanye West win a Olympic gold medal? I don't think so. Did Kobe win Grammys? He did. Uh, did no, he won an Oscar. For what? A short film. And there she was in front of him, the devil's daughter. John said to her without fear. I'm looking to work for the devil. Do you know where he is? Uh, Yeah, I know where he is. The devil's my daddy. He'll give you a job, but I wouldn't take it if I was you. Every time he gives someone a job, he kills them. Okay, uh, why does he do that? Because they all fucking suck at doing the job. Like, none of them know how to find it. Sort of sounds like a training issue, but okay. I really need a job. Okay, if you insist, just, you know, do what he asks you, or at least try to do what he asks you or something. John had noticed how beautiful the devil's daughter was. Maybe you could lend me a hand. Help me do the job. The devil's daughter had noticed how handsome John the Conqueror was, so she smiled and said, Mmm, okay. <laughs> what? But Kobe had five rings. <laughs> <laughs> on. One for each finger. <laughs> so if Kobe fists you, is that like a whole fucking chance? It's, like, it's like an experience. Well, it depends <laughs> on which hand he uses. That's true. It's an award-winning experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a champion experience. <laughs> okay. She took him to her father, the devil, and said, Daddy, this is my friend John. He needs a job. Okay. I have a job for him. So first thing tomorrow morning, John, I want you to clear some land for me. Let's say 60 acres. And don't don't take all day, all right? Because maybe like a half a day. And d- don't leave any trees. I'll know if you left any trees. I'm very good at finding trees that are left. So clear all of them. So John the Conqueror woke up early the next day to get 
a head start. He even skipped breakfast. 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 Whatever. Breakfast. Breakfast in bed. Breakfast. (laughs) Breakfast left. (laughs) By 10 o'clock, he had only cut down a couple of big trees. Mm -hmm. Still had acres to go. The devil's daughter came in the field to check on him, and she started feeling sorry for him. He couldn't finish the job in two days, let alone half a day. He was fucked. She decided to help him. Give me that hatchet. John gave her the hatchet, and she showed him a thing or two. Ooh. This sounds like a porno. She spoke (laughs) to the hatchet and said, Let one tree fall. And the rest will fall. Trim one of the limbs and you can trim them all. Burn one branch and the rest will burn or something like that. I don't really know. So all 60 acres were cut, cleared, and burnt. The land was all smooth. So the daughter took off and the devil came back to check on John's progress. <clears throat> hey, it's me, the, the devil from earlier, uh, remember? So so did you do all that work that I had asked, I asked you to do, John, last night? It's, uh... It's done. He was not lying, and the devil approved. Not bad. Yeah, that's that's pretty good, John. Uh, yeah, not bad. So, so tomorrow morning you can plow all of that land, and you plant me some corn so I can eat something real sweet with my dinner tomorrow. Maybe he can plow me after, Daddy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not before my dinner. <laughs> I can plow both. <laughs> <laughs> you sure found a keeper, <laughs> Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> The devil's daughter again showed up to check on his progress and bring him a cold drink of water. She had her eye on him. She couldn't take her eye off, eyes off him. She told him, I can plow you for you. I mean, I can plow for you. Okay. <laughs> she spoke to the plow and made it go. Then John. Then she said to John, Pick some sweet ass ears of corn for my daddy. So he does that. But the devil's daughter knew her daddy would kill John, the conqueror. So she says to John, We could get married. Then the goddamn devil will kill us both. No, I have two really fast horses. We can jump on them while daddy's sleeping, and then we'll just ride off to Vegas and get married. Now they had a plan. You son of a bitch, I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Now they had a plan. And they waited until the devil fell asleep. At midnight, they took the horses that belonged to the devil and rode away. The fucking devil, the evilest person alive, is like, Is it 11.45 already? Well, I better tuck myself in. It's getting late. Yeah, he's like, Gossip Girl's over. I better yeah. hop right in there. I got lots of evil shit to do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. I have to kill that guy, John. When the devil awoke the next morning, they were far away. What the fuck? When the devil saw John and his daughter had ran away with his two favorite horses, he was not stoked. But the devil put on his boots and spoke to them. All right. Uh, step left foot, step right foot. Uh, I said step it. We're going to make uh, each step's going to be like a 500 miles. Away. I would walk 500 miles to get my daughter back with my favorite horse. That's awesome, you evilness. <laughs> You're my favorite demon. I always say I say that every time I have a meeting with like the lords of hell. I always say, Ian, 
favorite demon. Yeah. Demon of the month, eternity. Every <laughs> month for eternity, you've been demon of the month. You're the best. You know what? No torture for you today. No fooling? No, you can have the day off. All right, awesome. But this demon, worst demon, gotta say. Demon Marcus. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, down here, worst is actually a compliment. Yeah. What you did in Armenia in 1993. <laughs> <laughs> Diabolical. You're welcome. God, so obedient. I try my best. <laughs> Your best is evil. I yeah. like that. Your best is bad. That's I'm going to cool. go make sure Kobe wins another championship. Okay. We got to check in on him. <laughs> we got a sixth ring. We should all stop smoking menthols. <laughs> Never. <laughs> all right. We're okay. P? Okay. The devil caught them swiftly, and they didn't know what to do. John said, I don't know what we should be doing, but we should hurry the fuck up out of here. Okay. I have an idea. What if you be a fox? And I'll be a pawn with a duck in it. <laughs> so John the Comp uh, So John the Conqueror quickly John. turned himself into a fox and the devil's daughter turned herself into a pawn with a duck in it. The devil passed them by without suspecting a thing. But his big boots were hurting his feet and ow, ow, ow. and he turned back to get his bull. What if he was like, and then afterward you can be a big duck or big pond with a fuck in it? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we gotta go. He went back for his big ball. They continued on, but half a day later they looked back and saw the devil gaining ground behind them. The devil's daughter said, My daddy's coming. <laughs> He's riding hard. <laughs> I don't know what to do about your fucking daddy, dude. <laughs> okay, grab me some thorns and I'm going to do a funny little trick. John handed her the thorns and she takes them and plants a thorn hedge that went over. Sorry. John over hand, the hedge. Over the hedge. <laughs> John handed her the thorns and she takes them and plants a thorn hedge that went on forever and ever without end. The devil came up the hedge of thorns and said, huh. what the fuck? <laughs> wow. I need to go back home and get my hatchet. Hey, uh, favorite demons? Yeah. Yeah. Can you, you want to just go back with me to hell? I would love that a lot. I was kind of enjoying the nice, uh, the nice view, but uh, okay. yeah, you will it. Demon so. Marcus, you come with me. Demon Ian, you stay here and just... Do what you know. Do whatever. Take your shoes off. Walk around in the. You can't take your. Sho- I I I welded them to your feet. Didn't isn't, I? Isn't Demon Marcus the department store that we all shop at in hell? <laughs> it is. He owns it. Yeah, I gave it to they him. They have great it's cookies. Fantastic. They have great yeah. cookies. He makes minimum wage to uh, to be the manager. <laughs> yeah. It is exhilarating. Yeah. Someone started a chain letter of the cookie wa- cookie ah. recipe. You know, maybe I I tortured you guys maybe too well, much. You well, guys are really good. While you're up here, you should go to Crumble get a cookie. They use like an entire stick of butter in their cookies. I actually just sent a mass shooter to crumble, so maybe you guys don't go there today. Oh. I mean, uh, as free cookies afterwards. Demon Marcus, how do you feel about a promotion? Same pay. Title only. (laughs) Title me up. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. Is it really over after this? I love my demons. (laughs) You guys are the best. (laughs) 
I always say this. We love you, Satan. Wow. Hail, Satan. <laughs> I may not shove things in your rectum tonight. <laughs> Please do. Oh. Yeah, it's over after this. Are you sad? Yeah. We're going to play Can They Say It. Yeah, that's true. Okay, okay. But at the end of the month, we have one more Black History episode, so if you want to come back and do another folktale, I don't have a plan. But you're okay. booked. You're pretty booked. I am going to be in San Diego. Marcus, do you want to do the end I'm, of the month? I'm, I'm, I'm always free. All right. Yeah, you know me. Your evilness, yeah. I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I got free time. <laughs> All right. So you, yeah, we'll finish this one up and we'll play Can They Say It for the Patreon. When the devil returned with his hatchet and began to cut through the thorns. Ow, fuck. Months and months passed, cold winters and warm summers, and he still cut the thorns. Finally, he got through, but there were no horses, no daughter, no John the Conqueror. Legend goes that John, John the Conqueror and the devil's daughter got along just fine, and the, endeavor, the devil never caught them. They were married, had some kids, bought a tiny home, and lived on hap- happily ever after. You know, I heard after he got married, he changed his name to John the Compromiser. <laughs> 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 men, you know what I mean, boys. I thought you were going to be a cum joke. Yo, shout so, out to men. Yeah. That... Is the end of the John the Conqueror story? Did, very much so, like the the normal thing, you know, getting a, starting a family, mm-hmm. buying a tiny, tiny home, very small. Yeah, very, very small. small. They were conscious of the environment after yeah. they they're they, minimalists. Being literally being a duck, a pond with a duck in it, and, and a fox in it, and a, you know making hedges. They they made themselves into a tiny. They home. were one with yeah. Earth. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do at this point we're gonna do plugs. We're going to thank you for listening to this episode. And then after that, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you're going to hear round two of Can They Say It with two new contestants. My favorite demon, Marcus. And Imani, who's not a demon. Just a person. But let's do your guys' plugs first, and we'll wrap it up. Imani, you have plugs. You're a comedian. You're second funniest person in Portland. Yeah, I have a podcast called Rap Dumbass, um, where... Us comedians read rap lyrics and interpret them for what they are. Is that a play on rap genius? Yes, it is. Am I very dumb for pointing that out? No. A lot of people okay. ask me that, actually. And I feel like I made it very obvious by just using the opposite Well, I think that genius. the f- first thing that I thought was that you were like, a rap dumbass. Like I mean, it's like a mean? little bit of both, you know. Like yeah. I don't know what they're what they mean, and rap dumb or rap genius. They explain the lyrics. We're explaining the lyrics just comedically. I did a whole entire episode on the joys and love of misogyny and how much I love calling women whores. Ian loves misogyny. Biggest misogynist I know. Yeah, miso soup is my favorite soup. Hmm. I'm a big misogynist. <laughs> Hmm. Salty. All right, Amani, do you have a uh, yeah you have another plug there? Yeah, shows um, for local people. Yeah, I do. Anything, anything a couple after shows. next Friday will be relevant. I yeah. guess. Anything after next Friday? I am in the Northwest Black Comedy Festival in Portland. It takes place on Alberta. Wow, um, there's at, a black comedy festival. It's very ironic yeah. that it's on Alberta. So uh, yeah, uh, Alberta used to be very black. Yeah. 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 My father and his family lived there for a bit. Oh. Yeah. yeah, so if you look at local black history in Portland, don't Google the convention center 
uh, or what it used to be. It's a black neighborhood. Uh, don't Google the Moda Center. Black neighborhood. And now they pay athletes to play basketball there. The Moda Center? Yeah, it used to be a black neighborhood. So Alberta was a black neighborhood and they pushed everybody out. Yeah. They said they'd pay them, but they didn't. So Yeah. So that's double reparations if you're yeah. keeping track. Makes sense. Your family lived there? No, oh, my dad lived down in Alberta for a bit in his, in his, in his life. I'm talking about this is like the 60s or something like yeah, that. My dad yeah, my dad was. Yeah, this guy's dad's old as shit. Yeah, my dad's, he's 71 years old. <laughs> my dad's shooting dust. Your dad is dust. Yes. yes. My dad's actually not that much younger than your dad now that I hear how's you how's say it. My dad's 39. Your dad's 39? <laughs> yeah. Are you fucking joking? No, he's he's not 39. He's 49. I was like, your dad okay. literally would hang out with yeah. us. I mean, could you imagine though? I mean, I'm 26 years old. You would make. I mean, there are 13 year old fathers yeah, out there. I mean, I mean, the cummies come out. Yeah. They work. The cummies, the cummies workies. Thanks for that. Workies can taste that word. I can taste that word. Yeah. Workies? Cummies. Baby batter stealer. Baby batter thief. Oh, yeah, thief. Sorry. Oh. Huh. Little, little inside right. joke. Uh, did, so, you got any more plugs after that? You got the, you got the show? Uh, rap, no. rap Dumbass. Rap Dumbass. It's on Spotify. On Spotify. Only three three beautiful episodes. Um, I have a greeting card business called Wow That's Funny Cards or What the Fuck Cards. Hmm. Really problematic cards. WTFs. Yes. Wow, that's WTFs. Funny. Just wow, got that's that. funny. Aha, uh-huh, yes. Can't get um, anything past me. But I got those cards. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. Underscore weird ho. We'll or put, yeah, we'll put it. Uh, we'll Imani put Imani's. Uh, underscore, yeah. We'll put all of your... Uh, tags in the because the thing is that the 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 average listener cannot figure out how to find a tag it's if you say underscore or it just they're all really stupid we'll just write it everybody that listens to this podcast is meant to be (laughs) marcus marcus what do you do um you can look up big tiny improv okay we're out there um hopefully in the summer we'll get back going to it you know uh yeah ian we gotta go to some shows yeah yeah where do you do shows um you know just around Portland uh, Children's Hospital, yeah, huge in the Children's Hospital. They love. They call him Patchy Adams. Yeah, they <laughs> love our improv comedy at the cancer ward. Yeah, yeah. those kids well, are dying for, laugh. they're, they're, they're they're dying for a laugh. They're dying for a laugh. Exactly, dying for a laugh. Injected we, straight into their veins. We, we give it to them. Can we start a? Can we start a, a a comedy a comedy charity event called Dying for a Laugh where we give to cancer kids? You know, I'm sure you could. Yeah, laughter is the best medicine for those kids. Right after second to chemo. Right after chemo. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what else you got? That's it. Yeah, just big tiny uh, improv. Um, and then yeah, if you want to come meet me, I'm always at Tap Union. What's your social yeah. security number? Uh, I don't even know off the top of my head. Huh? Well, it shouldn't be on the top of your head. It should be looking. It should be in, on a what, card. Maybe. maybe you should know it though in your head because someone asks. Yeah, I know mine. What yeah. is it? It's like the third time I've said it on the podcast. Yeah, I leave it in every time. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. Yeah. yeah. This guy's credit. <laughs> I'll tell you my mother's maiden name. Your, I'll tell you my routing number. Your first pet number. First pet. First pet name. Yeah. First so you were born on? in Boise. Oh, so you're really white then. I was adopted. I never lived in Boise, but yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. So should we get into uh, everybody's favorite game show? Oh, we got to wrap up our stuff first. We can do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just so we don't. You don't have to cut it. That yeah. Way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know the deal. You follow us on Twitter. You follow us on Instagram. Where else can they find us, Ian? On TikTok. TikTok. On YouTube. We're on YouTube. You on Zanga? What on the what? fuck Zanga? is that? What's Zanga? 
fuck. Zango was like the original like Tumblr like blog spot. Like you'd like you post uh, a little blog and like uh, do, 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 do. Okay. My parents don't understand me. Yeah, yeah, but yes, that was Zanga. That was okay. Like, it was like Zanga. Was then it? like Facebook. There was MySpace. another one that was like Tumblr and Pinterest combined. It was called We Heart. All right, somebody, somebody, emo that listens to our podcast, send us a DM or, or to add us on Twitter. There was like We Heart. Me and my ex girlfriend in high school used to. Oh yeah, that's super relevant. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, wow. sub to the Patreon. It's we weird. uh. Don't give money to a rude man. We like money. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash LSLD. Check it, it out. Is it Lots of good content. $50 more dollars to Waterboard Ian? Well, yes. So yeah, we, we are at $50 a month. And if we yeah. get to $100 a month, I get to literally Waterboard Ian. He we will post a video of it to YouTube. He doesn't seem to understand. The, well, no, only to Patreon. Because if you didn't pay, you don't get a play, oh, buddy. Yeah. You don't get to watch the, the, the Waterboard if you did not contribute. I'm just going to hold my breath. When in, in, The same Ian can hit me with a stun gun. And I will waterboard You've him. You've never done either of these things. I have waterboarded myself. You can't well, waterboard yourself. It's not possible. Technically, nope. if you I did not waterboard myself. Get in myself. the shower and throw a rag over your face and lay back. You Literally, yourself. I tried to kill myself, and that's exactly how but I did But waterboarding doesn't kill you. It just simulates drowning. I know. Oh. Uh, I mean, maybe. But it feels You only right. watched the first half of Zero Dark 30. Yeah. I filled the up the half. bathtub. Got in there with my clothes on. <laughs> like the leasing or the cranberries. Put a big towel on my face and then turned on the shower and just laid there as I stopped. That's just a spa. Breathing. What? I'm just going to hold my breath. It's going to be Amani, I don't know if we can leave <laughs> in three minutes breath. of you talking about trying to kill yourself. And then. Oh. <laughs> there's more. I tased myself. Well, technically. I had taste someone tased me. I, I mean, I've been tased. I told someone. It hurts. No, this is a stun gun. It's Actually, different. I told my roommate. Like a shooting one? That I wanted to tase someone. No, the someone. taser is the shooting one. A stun gun is the. Taser is the one that sticks in you. <laughs> really? Yes. That's why the cop. Yeah. That feels like semantics to me. Anyways. Semantics? It's the same shit. You still get electrocuted. Yeah. No, it's a taser really hot. has hooks that go into your skin. No, that's, that's a stun gun. No, it's not. But that's a gun. Yeah, it's literally I know I get where you're out. coming from, it, but a taser is what cops have, and they shoot you, and it sticks the hooks in you. Whatever, man. Anyways, fucking amateurs. I don't know. As a below, as as a as a as has a, below below me. Has below below me. As above, so below me. Please don't kill yourselves. Thank and you for listening to Little Sassy. Yeah, don't Little be disturbed. pussy. LSLD pod. Don't kill yourself on everything. Uh, let the police do it. Uh, wow, Black History Month! What a fucking oh comment. fuck! I meant yeah. like oh a don't tase us, bro. I meant like a I meant like a school <laughs> insensitive. shooter. Sorry. Hi, I'm Eric Harris, and this is Jackass. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Do well, ever, do you guys ever worry about that joke where someone called out will hear it and be like, "God damn it!" No. Worry about what joke? They're not alive anymore, so who cares <laughs> about the Columbine kids? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Let's get over it. Yeah, okay. not a very not a very Let's good shot. Yeah, Bill that. Murray or Bill Murray. Uh, <laughs> Who's, the, who's a fat liberal Michael dumbass Moore. from? Yeah, he made a movie called Bowling for Columbine. He did. Yeah. Oh. My favorite song by Bowling for Columbine is 1985. Ha. Uh, Michael Moore's also from Michigan. What, shouldn't it have been called 1989? No, Michael Moore's from Michigan. Macklemore? Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like the, the the guy that single-handedly ruined music for three what, full what, years. What? Um, yeah, what? Yeah. He's not from Seattle? Michael Moore is. Michael Moore is from Michael Moore. Michael Moore. Michael Moore.